Are you exhausted by the constant array of woke products being crammed down your throat? Do you long for the convenience of Amazon and internet shopping without the fear that you're funding the demise of Western civilization? If so, you'll be excited to meet Michael Seifert, the CEO of Public Square. Michael's a Liberty University graduate and one of the youngest CEOs with a company listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Michael, welcome to the Economic War Room. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start with Public Square. I mean, this thing just emerged from nowhere and now it's taking things by storm. How did it come into being? Well, about 10 years ago, I started to witness the demise of corporate America, largely due to the uh, preaching of progressive political values instead of focusing on providing quality products and services. So you saw companies like Starbucks come out and announce that they would be matching employee contributions to Planned Parenthood. You saw globalist entities like Target or Walmart start to talk more and more about progressive gender ideology rather than on providing products and services to their consumer base. You saw uh, the antagonization against companies like Chick-fil-A or Hobby Lobby. So you began to see this economic civil war emerge. And in that process, I noticed very clearly, largely because I'm a part of this market I'm about to describe, an emerging network of millions of Americans that were increasingly fed up with feeling like we were getting lectured about gender ideology every time we were trying to simply buy a pair of pants. If you go into many coffee shops today across the country, you'll feel like you have to walk through a pride parade simply to purchase a beverage. We saw this in recent years, obviously, with the rise and fall of companies like Bud Light, when Bud Light decided to lecture their consumers about gender ideology because they believed, and I quote, they had a mandate to reform their brand. Well, what happened? A lot of Americans were very frustrated by this brand positioning. Their sales declined 26% from last year and their stock took a massive hit. Uh, we saw this with Target as well, coming out and lecturing children uh, with uh, tucking underwear and things like this that was hypersexualized toward the next generation. What happened? Well, they had their first quarterly earnings miss in six years. You flash back six years ago to the last time they missed their quarterly earnings. What happened? It was the bathroom debacle. So you see companies like this take a progressive turn. There's a demise of their market viability. And at the same time, there's a network of Americans that are frustrated that are just forced to boycott, but with nowhere else to go. In January of 2021, I had an idea for a place to go. What if people in our network were not just forced to boycott because we don't want to support brands that oppose us. What if we actually had somewhere more positive to shift our dollars? What if we could not just remove our dollars and unsubscribe from woke, corrupt, uh, uh, corporatist elements of our society that act more like progressive political organizations than they do functioning companies? What if we could instead move our money also to somewhere else that does align with our values? That idea hit me in January of 2021. I had a list on a piece of paper about 22, 23 businesses in our local community that my wife and I felt proud to support. We're Christians, we're people of faith, we hold more conservative values, and we knew that the values of these business owners would align with our own. They would stand for our liberties and our freedoms and our constitutional rights, and they were more interested in providing excellence and meritocracy than they were social engineering to align with progressive values. Well, let's stop that there. list of just yeah, for a second. So that what you're telling me is the, the dilemma faced by almost every person I know that's a Bible-believing or conservative, someone who has Western civilization values, 
you know, we're sick of the idea that uh, we have to walk through, as you said, the pride parade. But beyond that, we're concerned that the money that we're putting into these corporations and these businesses is going to then be turned around and invested in things that will put uh, books in schools, that, libraries that we don't like, that we know that are going to destroy our kids' values. It's going to support and fund the, the next drag queen story or it's going to fund uh, something that's going to silence Christians. A lot of this money has been gone has gone into uh, social media companies that then, through advertising, that then cut off our free speech rights. And so you and your wife saw 23 businesses that you thought you could get behind, you liked them, and you thought this was a way to get away from that. Now what we do here in the Economic War Room, and I want to introduce you to it, is we promote liberty, security, and values with your giving, spending, and your investing. And we're pretty good. We're getting better at finding giving options. We're getting better at finding investing options, but now what you're talking about is give us a spending option. Where do I go spend my consumer dollars, not hurt my faith, not hurt my kids, but then support things that I do believe in, or at minimum, give me neutral to where I can go and, and get a Coke and a smile, not a Coke and a woke and everything else. That's exactly right. That list of 23 businesses turned into over 70,000 vendors. Whoa, 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 whoa. 70,000 vendors right yes, now? Of all, wow, that's Of all different industries. Yep. And what's really exciting is that out of the 70,000, over 70,000 now, 98% of these businesses are small businesses. These are the family-owned and operated businesses that make our economy so special. All of them have aligned with our set of core values that help consumers know with blessed assurance they're not funding their opposition, but instead they're funding businesses that love the country, the constitution, and the values that that wonderful document protects. It's a really powerful alternate parallel ecosystem that's being created, and it's emerging at a rapid rate. We hit a million consumer members on our platform faster than Twitter, Airbnb, Spotify, et cetera. Our growth has been on par with Facebook in the early days, largely because this network effect driven by the solution is so exciting to consumers. There are millions of Americans just like you and just like me and just like so many of your viewers that are ready to do something proactive and positive with our money and it's working. Well, let's go, let's stick with the bad just for a second. If we don't do this, where is corporate America heading? What, what does ESG mean to you? What, what is DEI? Where, where will corporate America take us if we don't address this? Every authoritarian society over the course of the last 150 years with the emergence of ideologies like Marxism or communism has always gone after your economic access first. If they can shut down your ability to engage in the economy because you disagree with the political views of the regime, they have stolen your freedoms. You look at China today, you see the social credit score. You look at Stalinist Russia, you saw what they did to anybody that had a private enterprise that would dare uh, uh, misalign themselves with the government. That is the future that we can sadly look forward to unless we have a parallel ecosystem of economies, uh, of companies in this economy that will rise up and say enough is enough. We're not simply pandering to the values of the regime. We're going to do something different and stand for the classic American values that made our country so special in the first place. You have just, in a few seconds, described the domestic economic war that we fight against all the time. It's not just a domestic economic war, though. There is a foreign component to it, uh, whether World Economic Forum or China. 
We're going to need to take a break. When we come back, let's dive a little deeper into the economic war, and then we'll get into your solution. Just before the break, we were talking about the economic war. There's a domestic one. And as Michael Seifert, the CEO of Public Square, pointed out, every authoritarian regime in history has taken control of the economics to control the people. And they've cut people off. You, you'll lose your job if you don't do certain things. You'll, we'll take your money away if you don't do certain things. We will let you buy or won't let you buy. And it's only gotten worse with technology. That's a domestic economic war. And one we're facing here right now with the Biden administration and the regulatory deep state. But beyond that, there is an international war that we're facing as well. The World Economic Forum, which is putting mandates for 2030. You'll do this. You'll eat bugs. You'll eat less meat. You, taking away consumer choices. You won't get to buy a gas-powered car. It'll have to be an all-electric car and so forth. And then there's China. China, who's infiltrated everything, captured the elites, captured American corporations, and captured the consumer. I mean, go into a Walmart and try and buy something that doesn't say made in China on it. But Michael has a solution. He calls it Public Square. He's explained to us that it is the fastest growing, I mean, faster than Facebook and Twitter and everything else in terms of developing users. Michael, what is your solution for the economic warfare that China is proposing? Well, on our marketplace at publicsquare.com, you'll find over 70,000 vendors that have aligned with the core values of the platform. They've been vetted in alignment with those values as well. One of the boxes that we ask businesses to check before they're able to join the platform, we ask them to commit to making or sourcing as many of their products from the United States as possible. Now, we understand that that's easier for some industries than it is for others. For example, we have restaurants on the platform, and it's very difficult for a restaurant to guarantee that all of their plates and forks and napkins and things are all made from the United States. But we're asking businesses to do their best, and we will help businesses toward that goal. In fact, we've helped businesses shift their manufacturing toward our shores uh, already over the course of the 18 months since we've launched this platform nationwide. One uh, uh, important point here is that we see this as a, as a journey, ultimately, just like it took the globalists decades to decimate American manufacturing. Unfortunately, it will take decades to repair it. But here's how we do it. First, let's move from China. Then let's make sure that we're not utilizing adversarial nations. So let's stay away from Venezuela. Let's stay away from Iran. Let's stay away from uh, even some of the entities that are sort of on the fence, like Pakistan or Russia. Uh, let's stay away from these different entities. Then let's try to get back to North America. Mexico is now our largest trading partner. Okay, that's a great step. Now let's move to the United States shores. For some companies, it can't be a simple solution like China or the US. It looks like these hybrid solutions in between. The point is we're making progress to celebrate uh, the American economy, and that is happening more than anywhere else on Public Square. So it, it is a purposeful solution. It's not a simple solution. It's made simple, actually, for the consumer because they can go there and they know that you, Michael, and your team at Public Square is looking at the companies and the restaurants. Tell me a little about the restaurants. How do I find a restaurant on Public Square? 
If you're looking for a great date night spot on Public Square, we've got you covered. We have restaurants, coffee shops. You can even find your plumber, electrician. It's pretty amazing the breadth of uh, and depth of industries that you'll find on the platform. Out of the over 70,000 vendors, about 35,000 of them have a physical location. The other 35,000 are purely online. If you go to publicsquare.com, you'll see a Near Me tab. You can hit that Near Me tab, and it'll expand a map, and you can see a bunch of pins where you can find the different products, businesses, and services near you. Fun fact, my wife and I just moved to Florida from California, enjoying the freedom. We're political refugees from the People's Republic of California, and we came to Florida and are loving it. Well, we needed a pediatrician for our one-month or a one-year-old daughter, and we opened the app. We found a pediatrician that aligned with our values. She was also led by faith. Uh, she is a practicing MD of 20 years. We reach out, she comes to our house for a house call. The first interaction we had, she prayed for us. And she said, I'm so grateful that we have a values aligned relationship here for your care. Those types of transactions and relationships are only able to be created through this values aligned platform. The more that we hear those stories, the more we know that we're over the target. Well, perfect example. I, I saw you in another interview and you were talking about diapers. So you got a one-year-old and you've had to deal with a lot of diapers to date. Uh, it was just crazy to me, but apparently diaper companies have been uh, funding abortion that, that would be killing their customers. Uh, to explain that and the alternative. Well, last year after the overturning of Roe v. Wade with the Dobbs decision, uh, there were quite a few companies that came out and made their support for abortion access very clear. What was shocking, as you just described, is that diaper companies were in that mix. You had companies like Coterie, which calls themselves the Rolls Royce of diapers, say that their team feels, quote, lost without abortion. You had Hello Bello say that they were actually going to fund their employees' abortions. If one of their employees wanted an abortion at this diaper company, they would contribute $4,500 in order to give them access to travel for their abortions. It's absolutely absurd. And so we highlighted a real need. Uh, many of our consumers on our platform are actually mama bears. They have kiddos and they need diapers. My wife and I, obviously, were having our first child, so we thought, let's create an alternative. We spun up a team of direct-to-consumer experts and created every life. If you go to everylife.com, you'll find the nation's only pro-life, pro-family, diaper, and baby care company. And it's been phenomenal to witness it grow. Our manufacturers just reached out last week and said, hey, you're actually the fastest growing diaper brand we've seen in modern history. So the desire for pro-life with positive message products uh, has never been more evident and clear. And thankfully, we're able to provide a solution. This is so encouraging. I mean, I was encouraged when I saw Jeremy come out with razors as opposed to Harry's razors. I'm encouraged by the fact that we're standing up and pushing back because it works. We're pushing back on the investment side against ESG and we're seeing states abandon ESG mandates in their states, in their pension plans and so forth. We're seeing pushback because America isn't ready to give up yet. We're not ready to roll over to the World Economic Forum. We're not ready to roll over to a Satanist agenda that, that wants to kill babies. We are wanting to stay in this fight. So you're building a parallel economy. It's a conservative response to Amazon. It is um, really a unique opportunity for Americans to step up with their weaponizing their spending as well as their giving and investing, as I've described. So how does it work? Well, how do people find Public Square? 
If you head to publicsquare.com, you can begin your browsing. We'll never ask you for money. You don't have to sign up for a premium membership in order to access all the goodies of the platform. Uh, it's come one, come all. You join the platform as a consumer and you're able to browse and partake in the transaction experience with various companies you'll find on the platform. You can also download the app from the App Store or Google Play. We wanted to make this very user-friendly and accessible to all sorts of consumers. If you are a business, you can add your business for free and you'll go through about a three-step process. Takes a few minutes. Uh, our team will then vet that profile and we can generally turn around that in about 24 hours. It's a seamless experience and we'd love to have you a part of it. We'll take another break. When we come back, we'll dive further. We're talking with Michael Seifert. He's the CEO of Public Square. He may be the only CEO in America that's calling out ESG as a communist plot. I mean, nobody else would dare do that. Nobody else would dare call China out as he does. He's a true American. He loves his country. He loves his family. He loves his state now in Florida. Just a terrific guy, a new friend of the economic war room. And we're talking about Public Square. And they just had a big innovation Something about one cart. Can you explain that, Michael? Happy to. So when we launched our company, we were largely a directory. We were a marketplace directory that would showcase businesses and products that shared your values. If you're an American patriot that loves the country, constitution, and the wonderful values that document protects, these businesses are for you. But you would actually conduct the transaction with these businesses on these businesses' websites themselves. So it was an extra step in the consumer experience. We wanted, we were kind of like a Yelp. We wanted to migrate that experience to an actual e-commerce environment. So what we did two weeks ago uh, is we actually launched our e-commerce functionality with one shopping cart and multiple vendors in a seamless checkout experience. So now you can buy a holster, ammo, uh, toilet paper, and, uh, and a bike all in the same shopping cart, which helps us truly compete with Amazon at a whole nother level. So we're excited to be a company that is pursuing innovation and helping small businesses achieve a technological advantage. We actually had a small business reach out just this morning and say that she's so grateful for Public Square. She had to remove her products from Amazon years ago because she couldn't handle the transaction fees. They were placing undue amounts of pressure on these small businesses and then robbing their data in the process. She just said, I'm done with it. But now with Public Square, she feels like she has the technological advantage again. She can compete in that digital environment even while she's a small business. So that new advancement for our platform causes us to achieve a whole new level of success in building this one-stop shopping experience for 100 million Americans plus that have felt unheard for far too long. You know, I don't think most people realize that when you go to Amazon, the products that are found there are often found there by small businesses and offered by small businesses, similar to what you're doing. But then Amazon analyzes all the shopping patterns and monitors every single user and determines maybe we could source that more, less expensively somewhere else, charge the same fee, and Amazon makes the product. So they, they're basically using small businesses to develop, incubate, uh, business ideas for them that they then steal and run with on their own. It really is a nasty business model. I remember watching something similar happen with Walmart and Sam Walton, who was going to be made in America, and he supported American businesses. And then I talked to suppliers to Walmart now, and they said, oh, no, they, they squeeze you every single quarter. They squeeze you down. Amazon is doing that on steroids, and most people don't know it. 
That's exactly right. The FTC is actually, uh, you know, an organization that I generally don't have a high uh, opinion of. But one thing they've gotten right, they did a four-year investigation on Amazon and found exactly what you just described. Amazon has shady business practices. They'll artificially uh, lower their prices when they know consumers are paying attention to pricing. And then they'll raise them again when they, quote, uh, believe the consumers have stopped paying attention. So that paired with exactly what you described of actually utilizing business data to outprice them uh, in terms of beating them on on the margins while they're taking exorbitant transaction fees, uh, consumers and businesses alike are tired of it. Amazon has a very low approval rating, regardless of political ideology, uh, and consumers are looking for alternatives. On top of that, you know, if you go back to the COVID season and you look at what the shutdowns did to America's small business community, it truly is a crime against humanity. When Amazon profited to the tune of billions and billions while they were preaching for lockdowns, meanwhile, uh, restaurants and coffee shops and hardware stores and local pharmacies around the country faced the possibility of never reopening because of how harmful the mandates were to them. That is a problem. And it's a problem that we should not be so quick to just get over. We want to be a company that recognizes those businesses that got the raw end of that deal and give them a voice again. We want to do that with technological prowess and efficiency and excellence. And that's ultimately what these new enhancements to our platform at publicsquare.com are providing. Well, I love it. I love your solutions. I love the fact that, that we have a parallel economy and all of that. But one thing I see on the horizon that we've been, I think, solving for you, that we're fixing, is central bank digital currency, where the government can simply turn off your money if you use it in the wrong way. Well, you're not allowed to buy that. You're not allowed to spend here. They have that on the horizon. We have a solution. We call it pirate money. It's transactional gold and silver. Now that you're a Florida resident, you can know this. We have 18 or 19 different states that are looking to follow the Constitution. I know you love that. Article 1, Section 10 says a state may make nothing other than gold and silver coins legal tender within that state. Well, guess what? We can make gold and silver coins with technology like I, th I think you may have seen Glint, uh, Glint mm -hmm. Pay, which is where you can pay for stuff with gold. If you add that technology with some laws that we're hoping to get passed, Florida, Texas, Utah, Alaska, Iowa, South Carolina, a whole host of states, people could go, imagine this, they could go to Public Square and they could use an ounce of silver instead of a $20 in their ones and zeros in their checking account, an ounce of silver, and they could buy goods and services. They could, they could get their diaper, diapers, you know, supporting Bethany Hamilton, the soul surfer, who is the spokesperson. They could uh, buy their bicycle or find their pediatrician or whatever. So I want to talk with you. We need to do this offline. Come to Liberty Hawk Ranch and meet with us about how we can connect pirate money with a public square. And, and you ought to be selling our book, Pirate Money, by the way. Pirate Money on Public Square. Well, that sounds great. And as we described earlier in this episode, when the communists and authoritarians throughout history have shut off economic access, if you disagree with their political views, that should serve as a reminder and a wake-up call for every American. You have to protect your financial standing. You have to protect your economic access. That looks like consumer spending with brands that you align with, utilizing tools like you just described. Don't let them take your monetary supply. And it also looks like, as you talk about often, investing with companies that share your worldview so that you know they're funding excellence instead of ESG. Oh, thank you so much, Michael. We're so excited to have found Public Square and we hope to build a great relationship with you going forward. 
Thank you, Michael. Blessings to you. Look, I think we're finding some great partners. Patriot Mobile is an example. Timothy Plans is an example. Maybe Public SQ. Uh, we're training financial advisors at the NSIC Institute. We're going to train 10,000 of them at Liberty University, where Michael graduated from, uh, because we need to help them get investment capital to build this parallel economy. Now, we'll summarize all of this in our free economic battle plan. You can get a copy at economicwarroom.com. Remember, what we see as a marketplace, our enemies view as a battle space. This is Kevin Freeman from the Economic War Room.